This is Lampshade Media Presents the Take Becky Brown Down a Peg Podcast. Brought to you by No Penguins, No Fresca, and Living Forever with Angie Healy. Angie Healy, I would like to welcome you to Lampshade Media Presents, the Take Becky Brown Down a Peg podcast, brought to you by No Penguins, No Fresca, and Living Forever. Oh my God, thank you so much for that really exciting title, I feel. It's uh, nervous about what's to come. It's really something. (laughs) It is really, really something. I tell you what, I am uh, incredibly excited about it. We've been having so many titles lately, and I'm not always as excited about them as I is about this one. I don't even know what the hell just came out of my mouth. I said, as I is. As I, jizz I is. I don't know. It sounded like you had sticky lips. I'm I'm obviously very excited, right? You are. This is a titillating time. Um, I don't don't know that I, I, okay, so there's, I hate two thirds of that title, right? (sighs) I don't think it works. I don't think it works. I don't think it's selling your brand. The only thing I like about it is like, fuck penguins because honestly, I think they're pretty mean. You know, like the you don't even know the half of it. People okay? give them way too much credit. Um, <laughs> I don't really. Whatever, they're shitheads. <laughs> However, Becky Brown is an angel with the most lush, gorgeous, thick. Uh, I I just want to like what is that like that ribbon dancey stuff where they have like a leotard on and it's hanging from the sky. What is oh, that called? Oh yeah, I have no idea. But Acro? are you talking about with Arrow? the with the Ac- wand? Well, well, they're hanging from like the wand. Oh oh, stuff. the ribbon they're hanging from the and like they ribbon. swing around on it and stuff. Yeah, a- 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 arrow acro. I have arrow, no idea. It's acros. like yeah, arrow acrobats. Is that the is the that play what there? Whatever. Anyway, yeah. her hair is that. I thought it's that's it just what those are made of. It's beautiful. She's a great person. Um, well, she's I think a Peter Brick was person. just bitter. He was a little bitter. He was a little bitter. He his did. hair hasn't grown in as nicely, and that's what it, it's still pretty good, but not <laughs> pretty, pretty as icy as Becky Brown. So um, I think it, it should. I mean, like if anything, like love lift Becky up where she belongs. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Something to really set that straight. Do we have to sing it? Like, isn't that Whitney Houston? <laughs> Love li- that's, is that that's not Whitney Houston? I don't know who it is. Love lift us up. Tr- I, that's a. I don't even know if that's Whitney Houston. I feel really stupid that's, if it's like a, like some like country. I'm pretty guy. sure it's a man. Isn't is it? it? Oh. It's Johnny Cash. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was that really big Bieber hit last summer. We're really dumb. Oh, we're going to um, get some collins on that. And Oscar, I love Fresca. I don't know. Did he participate? Did he have a Fresca while he was shitting on Fresca? Uh, I want to say yes. That backstabber. I know. Did the, I know. Do the people at home know that? Well, they do. They fucking do now. Yeah, you've just outed uh, <laughs> Peter, Peter Brick's bullshit. <laughs> sipping on Fresca, talking <laughs> shit. That's ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. I love whatever. Uh, I but yeah, fuck the penguins thing. They're weird. I don't like them. So two thirds are are bad. So the penguins yeah. you're okay with. Yeah. No penguins. Yeah. No. All penguins. right. They're they're creepy. That wasn't my my title. That was just me. Maybe we should suggesting. Okay. okay. But so in, you're saying that's part of the two thirds that you're not cool with. Yeah. 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 I feel like. All right. We should we should really lift Becky. You're up. really into fifty percent of this then, technically. I guess. Because there's four things here. 
What's the fourth? No penguins and living forever. You're totally fucking cool. <gasps> oh, with. oh. Right? I'm assuming. Uh, no, I guess I just assumed, or I just <laughs> agreed. Yeah, we all die. Yeah, we're getting. But uh, I, I thought it was like in a kind of not overly nihilistic way. Like I thought it was just like an an acceptance of. But then again, it was Peter Brick, so it might have been actually quite nihilistic, and he might have meant quite immediately. Yeah, we all die, and then he strangles you all to death. <laughs> I think honestly, he was just being a bit contrarian. Sure, sure. Yeah, as is fun. I mean, it's fun. I like we it. We have fun. Contrarian. What a great word. So I, I know you're doing, uh, you're doing nothing but the truth, right? Yes. Yeah. At uh, two truths. It's at two truths. Nothing but the truth. Uh, <laughs> comedy showcase. It's run by Brooke Cardis and I, and she is uh, out of town sometimes. And so I just, it's just me hosting and uh, maybe being a little stoned and disappointing some butch lesbians that I'm not interested in. <laughs> in, in the swinging my, I don't have a leather jacket. I can't yeah. be Brooke for them, you know? So. <laughs> oh I'm my not, God, she's amazing, right? I'm not Dikey Fonzie as. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a different style. Yeah. I don't I know I'm enough like, about, about lesbians to, like, have it narrowed down. I only know, like, I saw Rory's oh. set, and he described all the different uh, gays, so I know them decently now. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the le- uh, we evolve too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, I think it's an identity crisis thing. <laughs> I think we just have a lot more of them uh, than gay men might. I'm not sure what Yeah, well, everybody's coming out more and more, so now you're actually like, oh, there's different kinds. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. I used to have the shittiest, um, like, anime character haircut because I was a real big fan of um, uh, the video game Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah, with the that's with the uh, <laughs> Disney characters, With right? Disney characters and then Final Fantasy characters, like, come together in a totally reasonable dreamscape. I didn't know that they had Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's like, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. It sounds like it I still cool. think it's kind of cool. People talk about it. Um, but I I don't know. That was an identity of me, of, of myself one time in my lesbianhood. Is we shift. A, we shift. Is that one of the one of the lesbian scenes? The Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> the Kingdom the Kingdom Hearts scene. Is that a, that's- Oh, thing. probably. Teach me. There's, I mean, there's for sure. You have for sure seen a solid, like, uh, 28-year-old Midwestern lesbian who, like, is wearing a very oddly uh, shaped, like, My Chemical Romance shirt. Like, and it's a new one. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fresh, fresh trip to Hot Topic. Sure. <laughs> That's a category. We we come in a lot of varieties. All flavors. All f- well, it's, it's kind of it's about the same flavor most of the time, honestly. People are like <laughs> everyone's so different. <laughs> it all tastes like pussy, you know. <laughs> if we can say a pussy if the kids are listening, I don't know. Yeah, they put the parents put the kids to bed. We're going to talk about pussy. Good. <laughs> About putting the kids to bed. We don't have to keep talking about pussy. Yeah, time. let's not. It could get weird. <laughs> what other, so you got any other shows going on? Um, I do. So I host um, a variety show at the Shrunken Head. It's the first Friday every month. So both of those are monthly shows. I've talked about the variety show here so much. And like oh, when yeah. you were on the when you were on the live show uh, three episodes ago, I talked about it too. It's such a great show. It is a great show. It's a wild time. Last month, uh, there were probably 80 people there. Uh at the Shrunken Head, so it was pretty, 
pretty pretty and elbows you, to asses. And there, you guys are raising shit tons of money for a, a bunch of different charities, right? Oh fuck yeah! Every quarter is a um, a charity like benefit show, so we get a lot of uh, local and out of town entertainment who donate their super amazing talent and time to raise like hundreds and thousands of dollars over the few years i don't know wonder doug does the math on the dollars uh yeah i just try to charm people out of their money for the two hours between acts and so. you're doing a damn good job thanks thanks i appreciate it i have a good time it's, fucking <laughs> it's so fun. it's so much fun but uh, what wait what night of the week is that again that's the first friday it's right? the first friday of yeah every so month. first yeah. fridays yeah what else what else you got going oh i don't know beyond that i just kind of just, you're just, just everywhere. I just, yeah, I just kind of fart around doing my thing. You're all over the place, I can tell you. Big, big catch for this little podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What is the, okay, everything, everything's a weird fish reference now, huh? Oh, okay. I wasn't even like thinking about it, but maybe I just got fish on the mind or fishing at least. Fishing. Actually, you want to like, I'll, I'll be a little vulnerable <laughs> with you. One of my, like, one of the reasons I feel like my dad doesn't love me is because I never fished. oh yeah (laughs) yeah and i always wanted to prove to him that i oh yeah i want to go fishing with you and then i'd get out there and get all seasick and not catch anything and like drive the boat poorly oh okay yeah you were like i don't like it it's weird or well i I don't like it and it is weird and boring and i can buy (laughs) fish so easy why would i go through all the trouble i don't get it i don't care. and it's so expensive to own a boat it just makes no goddamn sense yeah i guess (laughs) i don't know fucking (laughs) shit about owning boats yeah. It seems like cool though. I would live on a boathouse. That seems like a pretty cool gig. I get seasick way too easy. Obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd be bad at it. I'd like to think this is a thing that I think about sometimes. Is like I know I have to have some Viking in my blood, right? If I did a twenty-three <laughs> in me, okay. If I did a twenty-three in me, I would have to have a little fucking Viking. Do you agree? Uh, sure. Just subjectively, like obviously, this is just like I feel like I look a little bit Viking-like. Yeah. I'm large. Okay. Yes. I'm a little ginger, not I'm not a ginger, have a but penchant for horned hats. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't know if that's genetic. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. But then I'm a seasick, like all the time, right? So I would be like the worst Viking. Yeah, you would. And I think maybe that also like leads to my insecurity is that I would be the worst Viking because I'd be seasick all the time. Do you, is your dad someone who would be uh, categorically a good Viking? Like a real Vikings Viking? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think okay. so. That's fair. You think that's what it is? I, that's probably what it is. He I would like you to say you're a wimp. So it has to do with dads and Vikings. You yeah, know? my sad, my sad, sad dad <laughs> story. He hates me. Yeah. So what's your like? How's your how's your relationship with your family? Is is there any? Uh, is it like a healthy one, or is it uh, oh, one you're okay no. with, oh. or you just hate each other? Um, I mean, I don't think we <laughs> hate each other, but it's a. Uh, it's healthy because I don't have a relationship with my family. Yeah. Like in, in kind of like my choice. They're um, just casually racist, uh, mm-hmm. you know, closetedly homophobic. Uh, I don't know. They They're respect like, you though? Oh, uh, I mean. I mean, they res- respect really. your sexuality? Uh, no, oh, no. No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, that's how I was like, oh, check on the homophobia thing. They were never outright rude because, you know, they're from the Midwest. So even our racism still is followed up with like, oops, sorry, you know, <laughs> like, but they, uh, I don't know. They would just like make weird, gross comments all the time. And it was like obviously oh. uncomfortable for them. So it was like, hey, I'm going to stop 
talking to you. My nope out. Yeah. Which is like chill. I mean, I hit him up. We like will like email each other like every now and then like, hey, uh, I don't know. My my aunt moved to Africa to work for the CDC in Ethiopia. My mom sent me a message and I was like, oh, wow. oh that's cool. Oh, whatever. Um, or like, hey, happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. But we all kind of like do it about around the day of your birthday because through that, I don't know, like you kind of forget, which yeah. is like not too bad because I try to, I try to, you know, make the important days, but I don't, I don't talk to my, to my, my, I don't talk to my dad at all. I don't talk to my mom as much as I should. Yeah. She loves me more than life itself. And, uh, and I love her, you know, mm-hmm. she's great. I think she's just like, and she listens to this sometimes, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But she's like, I think she's just super. Is that why you're saying good things about her? No, I think she's super, super uh, sad that I'm that I'm not a Christian, and I think you know oh. that strains our relationship a little bit. Sure. But whenever we hang out, it's always like loving and you know good times, except you know if we start talking about politics or uh, some sort of morality issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> then things sure. get a little strained sure. again. Yeah. But that's the thing with, yeah, it, that whole generational thing when. Because you're, I'm, a, I'm assuming your family's a little bit more conservative then. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. They really aren't uh, very politically involved or aware. More like, so I don't than think... politics, though, conservative in in and uh, in oh, ethos. Yeah, I think they're just really uh, like mentally and uh, it, like narrow in their scope in the sense of like where they can under like express. Uh, compassion and understanding like they're not outright like rude shitty people they just like you know they're like i don't understand why people would choose to be gay and then i'm like yeah i know that's what i'm saying we aren't (laughs) choosing because you're like making the argument for me dad like yeah we don't know why anyone would choose that right nobody would choose this to for people to hate us (laughs) but he's you know what i mean he just doesn't get it so right and um like i don't want to like I don't want to live in Youngstown or like go to like it's not horrible. I like like Youngstown, but I don't yeah. want to like. It's kind of nice in a way. I feel very uh, in control of our boundaries. You know, that's really healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to remember that you can you that it's that you know sometimes it's okay to like make those boundaries with family. Hell right? yeah. It's hard to do for sure. And there's, I mean, I feel like I experienced so many years of guilt and being like, Oh, I feel bad uh, that I don't want to like answer this call from my mom, but I really don't want to like fucking answer this call from my mom right now. Right. Like, she's going to just put me in a shitty mood. And now I'm just like, Oh, I don't, I don't have yeah. to answer this call. And if I don't necessarily call you back right away, it's not a big fucking deal, you know? Right. Which is nice. Yeah, and not that we talk, but yeah, it's healthy. I mean, I with the with the Facebook, I feel like my mom like gets enough uh, contact from Facebook or something. Honestly, yeah, I'm just like follow my social media, mom. You'll know what's up. Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm living, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. Are they are they religious? Uh, no my 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 mom tries to act like she is. Both of my parents are. Uh, like uh, Roman Catholic uh, parents, and then my uh, mom tries to act like she's like pretty religious, and but only when it's convenient for her to make like an argument with something that makes her uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But otherwise, she's like thrice divorced and has so many children of out of wedlock. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's very adaptive and selective. Yeah. Um, 
But my dad is actually like an aggressive atheist. <laughs> like he, I remember you saying that at the like, show. Yeah. During the Q and A. Yeah, he's like an aggressive. He, like, made me read or like said, kept well, not made me, but was just like, you should read the Bible because you should understand your, you know, the person that you're arguing against points so that you can defeat them. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not like running around. Like being like, sup, dork, you so a much fucking energy. Christian or what? And then like trying to get in like intellectual theological arguments with yeah. strangers. You know what I mean? Like I'm a much more chill person than anyone in my fucking family. We'll just put it that way. And so I just have to be like, that's a no for me, dog. You know. I have two questions about your father now. A, <laughs> did he grow up religious? Uh, Not really. So he'd never had the religion into him no no okay that's interesting it kind of got lost with his his mom so my dad's dad and this is i'm gonna whatever i'm gonna withhold this because that's really terrible but my dad's dad uh it it is in prison or was and i'm not sure if he's passed he's probably kind of old uh was in prison all throughout my life for murdering two cops Oh my God. Right, right. So my dad was real resentful toward, and he was religious, and so my grandma stopped being religious after like he went to prison for murdering cops. Um, yeah, yeah. They like pulled him over. He, I guess he, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's a whole and deal. Then he though. murdered the cops. Yeah. Um, so I think my dad was just like, I don't know. If I were to psychoanalyze my dad. Which you try to do, right? You ever those moments where you're just like, oh I'm really trying God. to pick apart my parents and see how they tick. And then you're just kind of like, uh, this is also revealing a lot about me. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. I, I was recently hanging out with some friends and it, we started like talking about, oh, the old days. We didn't know each other back then, but uh, a couple of the friends did. And they were talking about their parents and how they fucked them up in different ways. Like, you know, my mom embarrassed me in front of everybody and you know, called me fat. And then this, this other person mm-hmm. had this anecdote and, uh, and, and then I'm all, all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, my, my parents fucked me up too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like everybody down the chain of, of evolution has had their parents fucked them up psychologically somehow. Um, yeah. Right. I, this is just a part of life, but yeah. some people have it worse than others, obviously. Oh, for sure. I've uh, always had a little bit of envy for people whose, whose family seems to like not be, no shit. Outwardly, that, you know me what I too, mean? Yeah. Like, my family would, like, make me uncomfortable if I had friends. I never really had friends over growing up because they would just say shit that I would just be like, did you just casually say the N-word at dinner? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's so weird and uncomfortable, yeah. and you know that's wrong. And you don't even usually, like, are that aggressive. What, are you, you putting it on for the dinner guest? You know? Like, Do you think they were? I don't fucking know. I like just trying to embarrass people to make my life. Or hell, like, maybe who knows? I, yeah, that's I don't know. That's it. Seems like if they don't say it normally and then they just throw it out there at that time, it could be a yeah. uh, some sort of a thing. Yeah, usually know. it was only in traffic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I I did have a moment. Like I don't know if like because the I grew up in a kind of a white bubble, mm-hmm. white Christian bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really think racism was actually a problem. Because I didn't have sure, enough people okay. of color in my life to even know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Like, and I think that's literally, oh, I couldn't possibly be racist. I don't even know uh-huh. a black person. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 <laughs> It was, it was like even worse than I have a black friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 
It's That's like the funny. one step worse. Where are you from? I grew up about 45 minutes east of Toledo in a small town called Elmore, Ohio. Okay. It's out kind of near Lake Erie. And they just don't have black people. <laughs> no, it's the it's a yeah, country town. Sure. I was a townie. Yeah. But, no, I get you know, it. there was a drive your tractor day and shit like that. You know, oh, fuck your, yeah. Your yeah, I went to high school that had country scene. Coming back to our parents and and the chain of, you know, that, I I think all the time about Oh, I'll do a better job. You know what I mean? That's the next level of that, right? Is oh, oh yeah. my parents fucked me up, but I'm gonna do a better job, right? But yeah. like you were saying though, with with the families that have the perfect life, me like leaving religion, I was super religious, as mm-hmm. anybody that listens to this podcast once will know for sure. I was like super duper religious and like there's some some families and friends and stuff like that that I that I'm still friends with on Facebook and shit, and they have this like seemingly perfect life, and I'm like yeah, that's kind of what I wanted, you know. Yeah, do you, that was that'd be do you super think nice. Leaving religion, affirming parents, and you know, a support group, and yeah. Do you feel like leaving religion? Like, do you feel like do you miss the community of religion without the? Uh, yeah. Theology. I would, yeah, I would say yeah, I do. Um, I will say that that I've made an effort in my life to replace that community with other communities. Oh hell yeah! I like would, in, would say you have you have a strong yeah, connection gotten, with several uh, communities. Know a lot of the people in the comedy community, in the music community in town, and in the arts community. Um, there's a lot of really cool places and groups of people in the city, and uh, hell yeah, they're all very welcoming. So I've I've kind of replaced my church community that was very important in my life. Yeah, with different communities, um, and that feels weird in a way. It feels yeah. like it's some sort of like you know when Indiana Jones like has that bag of sand. And he's got to like take <laughs> the thing off and like put the other one idol. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got to take the idol off, put the bag of sand. That's kind of what I feel like I did with like church and and people uh-huh. in my community. Is like switched yeah. over to this atheist thing. Except in one scenario, one of them is a priceless idol, and the other is a bag of sand. <laughs> yeah, I think they would be switched around. I'm putting. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't, like, I'm just not throwing a bag. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm just calling you a bag too. of sand, no, basically. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's cool, Oops. man. We're all worms. I, I, I kind of did want to bring up religion with you for one reason. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it was I read because that, if, if you could see. I me. actually like brought up religion uh, during the uh, Q and A of the uh, during the during the live episode. And you, when I said, "Does what what effect has religion had on your comedy?" You looked at me like I just asked you, like (laughs) just the most stupid question. Like, and and I was kind of surprised actually because it seems like religion has such a huge impact in America, and you were just like, "Religion doesn't matter at at all." You almost (laughs) had no response to that. I think like not like I tried to. I mean, I kind of had to. I think I made that face because one, I had never considered the impact religions had on my life at all. Cause I, I mean, it's just that, I mean, I guess other than my dad being like, anytime someone would be like, Oh my God, he'd be like, Oh, <laughs> there's no God. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, dad. And he'd be like, what'd you just Wait, say? You your, know? Dad, like, your dad didn't, wouldn't let you say, Oh my God. Like we weren't allowed to like say bless you in the house. <laughs> Or, or even gesundheit or anything that... Be, Wait, gesund- because, yeah. I don't even know how to say that properly. Gesundheit? Gesundheit? I, I guess know. so, but yeah, you or weren't allowed to say that. It's a different language. I thought you yeah. could cuss in other languages. No, I mean, I, I don't think my dad would give a shit if I were to cuss in the house. I mean, I really oh, didn't. Oh, that's funny. But like, if I, like if somebody... 
if and when my stepmother's mother would come over who was religious, uh, she would say, you know, like, like she wouldn't say, oh my god, because she did, would didn't believe there was no god. She would say like, oh my gosh, or yeah, because she like didn't. want That's what I was gonna say. So I wasn't allowed to say, oh my god, right. <laughs> no, and I, I wasn't, wasn't allowed, allowed to say either. replacements for "Oh my God!" either. No, I no. That's I, a replacement cuss. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, she made him cringe. She was. It was an entertaining relationship. She was real uptight. Her so wait, wait, wait. That's your dad's. Wa- That's uh, my wife? dad's wife's mother. So oh, his mother-in-law. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that- his my stepmother's not particularly religious, or he has just ground that stone down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because she's dumb, and he's, like, very bright. And so I feel like... Do they listen to this? Do they listen to your stuff? Oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, Because I just wanted to know if I should edit that out. My dad... (laughs) You just called your your mother... Stepmother dumb. Oh, I don't give a. Sh- I don't care. <laughs> She's dumb. She's an unkind person, and so oh, she well, fair like. Enough. She doesn't, and she's not dumb because she's unkind. I mean, although they tend to correlate. No, she's unkind, and that makes her dumb. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, like whatever. <laughs> not that it has um, to do the other. Uh, you know, this actually is the second the second question that I meant to ask about your dad. Okay, hardcore atheist now, uh-huh. right? Hardcore uh-huh. atheist. Um. That usually seems to lend itself towards acceptance of. Uh, I know, doesn't of, it? Isn't of, it? Isn't it ironic? As Alanis Morissette would scream. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? It's it it. They are baffling people. <laughs> I don't understand. That's why it's no for me, dog. You know, like we'll communicate. I, I guess I just don't understand as the I psychology. Feel comfortable. Yeah. If you, I, if there's no God, why the fuck would anyone be afraid of gay people if it wasn't for religion? Yeah. And he's like presumably pro-choice. Like I, I mean, he's never. I don't see why he. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't talk about abortion that much, then. I mean, <laughs> no, we, which is you know, at first I was thinking like, who fucking does with their family? But then I guess if my dad is just casually dropping the n-word at you know dinner with a friend, then maybe we're also talking pushing the pushing the hot button. He didn't topics. have that talk with you as a teenager. <sighs> Not that I remember. No. I also think that, like, even before I came out to them, they were just like, which is also lends to the irony. I don't think anyone in my life was surprised. Like, not a single person. Not even my high school friend who was a straight guy who would ask me to, like, dances all the time, and I would say no. He, when I, like, came out to him, he was like, I mean, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I thought you had, like, a crush on me. He was like, no, I... Oh, what the fuck? He was funny. covering. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, he was He's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. He was no, I mean, really I was just, sweet yeah, and light on his friends. feet. So I think maybe he was we had something else in common. Yeah. Fair. Anywho. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but that wait, that's why you wanted to ask me about religion. That's why you're like. That is like why I was curious is like, how the fuck do you go through life and religion doesn't have an impact? I yeah, thought that I was a good question. And it, you were like, that's really a fucking is, dumb question. No, it was, it, was, it was a profound question. It dumbfounded me, honestly. It, well, I mean, it's, I'm not saying I, it was a it was genius like, question, uh, but I thought it was good enough. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, wow, not at all, I guess, turns out. Yeah, I was kind of like, well, well, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's played no, something in my sense of humor, but I don't know. You don't have, you don't have a reference to religion though in your life is basically the deal there. Yeah, you you don't really, you're not like, eh, I don't have Bible verses stuck in my head and I don't have like, 
you know, youth group shit. No, I would get so anxious. Um, so even growing up, like I was never baptized, but all my other cousins are, like were baptized, did the whole communion and, you know, body and blood and stuff and knew oh, when yeah. to like sit down, stand up, kneel, hoit or whatever, you know. Uh, and whenever somebody prominent in my family would die, we would go to, we would travel down to like near Cincinnati and go to these like giant fucking catholic cathedrals for their funeral service and it would be like a whole mass and like bullshit and i never knew how to do anything so i would just like volunteer <laughs> to watch the kids every time and i don't like really like kids i've never really liked kids. <laughs> you but like I, them better than church but though. i like them better than church <laughs> And, and that's I, saying something. Yeah, I mean, on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hell of a Sophie's choice in spending the next two fucking hours. Um, but they were great. I actually one time, so it was at my like my great grandfather's funeral, my papa's funeral, and my uh, little uh, nieces are needing to be entertained. I offer to entertain them and. They're drinking little juices and running out of juice and needing to go to the bathroom all the time. And I'm like, excellent excuses to leave. And then on their way out, they're like, we need more to drink. And I was like, I don't really have, I don't know what to, I was like looking around trying to figure out like what the fuck. Um, you didn't have a fresca? They didn't, They we didn't have a fresca. <laughs> no fresca, we all die. Damn it, maybe it is sticking. And uh, <laughs> this, uh, this like can steel container was in front of like the hallway with a, you know, like a water jug in an office. What the hell are those called? Those like five gallon jugs, 10 gallon jugs. Yeah. The, the big the clear plastic thing of water, right? water cooler. Yes. That. Yeah. We're on board with one another. Anywho. Um, and I had them like, just drink out of my hand because they didn't have cups next to it. You had them drinking out of your hands. Well, I know, and it seems. And then you're like, I will be a stand-up comic, <laughs> yeah, right? Oh God. Uh, but uh, this is like a metaphorical, like, <laughs> like vision for you. Yeah, it was funny. They kept feeding each other out of each other's hands because they thought it was fun to like drink it like a puppy. And they made kind of a little mess on the carpet beneath. So we were like, okay, we need to like go back, like whatever. So we like walk back on the, down the hallway and walk in, back into the main church room sanctuary sanctuary if you will will. and uh and then once the service is over we're heading back downstairs and we pass that water cooler again and then i notice the placard above it and it's fucking holy water (laughs) (laughs) what wait a sec (laughs) i like i haven't thought about sam club's holy water for so long Yeah, it wasn't in a water cooler. It was just that shape and like steel and had like a little nozzle. Like a faucet head. It had a faucet head on it. So this is what the this is where the priests come. No, no, yeah, nobody like, And fill up their little like yeah. holy water like vials. Yeah, whatever they do with it. Oh my god. I so these so basically what you're saying is this is normal ass water that they put in this this container. But oh, they, I, it out right. <laughs> I'm sure, and they're just like blesses, bam, and then it gets put in a steel drum. Yeah, and I'm supposed to fucking know, you know, <laughs> like I saw, I, I, it was great. It's really now, funny. did you think that, that blessed these children, or do you think that, that cursed them to a life in hell? I bet I was worried the they disrespect. drank just like dirty water. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> 
I mean, if we just like it's pretend for a second, it's not intended to be potable, so it probably isn't. <laughs> so, like, we, yeah, and who knows what they put in that water, you know? Yeah, just a <laughs> little bit of holy. Jesus, you know? It's <laughs> weird. But no, like in their worldview, if you just pretend for a second, now we're in their worldview. Is that is I that like a curse? I just created two fucking gods in my family. Or is that like they mm. had too much and now they're super powered? Oh, they're for sure. I hope super powered. I mean, you're only supposed to get a splash of that shit when you're a baby. Right. One splash yeah, once, is a baby, right? It's a life, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the way I understand it. I don't know. I'm it's not what Catholic. makes babies grow. <laughs> holy water. Yeah. Yeah, you just made me want to sing, holy water. I don't know that song, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that makes two of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comment on this uh, post if you know the name to that song and can uh, give us a Spotify link. Thank you very much. <laughs> no one's gonna know honestly let me know the person that knows that i want to see what compound they live in you know <laughs> like oh so i'm curious um at the time of the recording we are recording i will just give you this little inside baseball info here because uh we're we release them later we're recording on super tuesday oh yeah that's right You've been uh, super, super, super excited about this uh, this uh, Democratic uh, primary process. Uh, I mean, you live with Molly Martinez, the newscast, the newscaster. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, see, the thing is, I am really face blind to most white men and have a hard time keeping the <laughs> candidates together so it's all a blur and then you're like no, oh I elizabeth can, i'm Warren, just kidding no i have no problem with the candidates but when it comes to like a, a broader um uh like congressional knowledge i i know our representatives people around the state i'm like really aware of like the specific assholes like jim jordan he's a fucking dickhole he even looks like a dickhole, doesn't he? Ugh. He looks like his <laughs> hands are just too wet all the fucking time. He's so, so slimy. Um, anywho, um, but yeah, but once we get a little farther, I don't, ugh, but when we get into like knowledge of like, I don't know, um, just regular civic stuff, I was pretty good at remembering that shit. So, you know. Well, like, I don't know. I think it's interesting that I just get lost. Everybody dropped out today and decided to support Biden. And I am absolutely fucking terrified that Biden will be the nominee. Oh, I mean, I have feelings there. I feel like that's going to happen. I have a hard time having this is going to make me sound like the laziest anarchist. But and I'm not I don't support the anarchy. I'm a very. active anarchist i'll have you yeah it's also like almost just oxymoron i don't understand how you can have like systematic chaos it's it's dumb anywho i uh i just like don't trust anybody and it's not like i don't trust bernie sanders i totally trust him i feel like he's he's a really great well-intended human being i'm just not certain how like far that goes you know what i mean like what's the reach and the true power of like this person we're spending all of this time and energy and money and like appointing. I get that they get to an elect in a, ca- a cabinet and that are like, yeah, there are Supreme Court justices that we really like on our side who may not be making it for much longer. You know what I mean? So like I get wanting yeah. a policy shift. Seriously. 
But I just like sometimes oh. I'm just like <sighs> Ruth's been holding out for a long ass time. Yeah. We cannot let her down. We owe her so much more than yeah. Joe Biden. Well, yeah, but like, like at least Joe Biden for for Christ's sake. But like we can't like I don't know. Joe Biden's not gonna fucking win this thing. Wait, what the fuck? What's happening here? This is uh, oh my phone's ringing. Oh, should I answer it? Yeah, answer it. All right. Hello. Hello. Is, is this is this the show? Are you, are you calling Lampshade Media Presents? Hold on, let me get my notes. Are you calling Lampshade Media Presents the Take Becky Brown Down a Peg podcast brought to you by No Penguins, No Fresca, and Living Forever? Yeah, that's the one. Is there any other show? <laughs> that's the one. I, I think you're our first actual uh, caller. This is uh, quite impressive. We have yeah. uh, Angie Healy uh, here oh. today. Uh, oh, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? What's, so what, what's your name? Uh, my name is Manfred Limple. All right. Man, well, Manfred Limple? Manfred Limple. Limple. Is that a... Yeah, that's correct. Is that a family name? Or? Yeah, that's what I was worried it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Manfred? <laughs> oh, I'm having a great time. I just I wanted to call one of my favorite show and... Make sure they know what a big fan I am. Man, I am so uh, I'm so happy to hear that. I didn't know I had any fans. Uh, wow, the whole Limpo Clan is a big fan of the show. The whole Limpo Clan. How uh, how often do what do you do? You listen with the kids? Is that the? Is that... Oh no, kids, just me. Just me. I refer to myself as the Clan. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That is <laughs> Yeah. That's Thank you for the clarification. That's an important distinction. Oh, wow. There's been a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah. But what an empowering self-appointed nickname, man Manfred. That's uh that's good for you, honestly. I like it quite a bit. Well, when you're all alone, you gotta find different ways to make yourself feel better. Yeah. What do you what what is it that you do for a living, Manfred Limple? Oh, I am a professional Tetris troubleshooter. A t- you're a Tetris troubleshooter, huh? I started in Tetris. I've expanded to both Tetris and Solitaire. Basically, any game that you can play by yourself. Those are the games that I can troubleshoot. <laughs> Those are, okay. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> and this is your job? This is my job, yeah. Not your hobby? No, this is my, uh, my job. Yeah. Do it's you... my livelihood we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, do right, you work alone, right. Manfred? Is this... Uh... Uh, a solitaire is this a, a is, would you is this solitary work as well? Do you work alone, man? Do you have a team of Tetris uh, yeah, most of the time, I mean, it's really hard to work with a team when you're doing solitaire. Yeah, you really gotta focus, you know, on just the one <laughs> thing at a time. Yeah. Did you? Oh, what was? Is this a skill you've always had, or when did you discover you had such a ability with solitary play? Uh, you know, I, I used to be, I used to play a lot of cards, you know? Sure. A whole lot of cards. You yeah. play cards all the time. <laughs> and then after a while, you know, you, you go to a lot of places, you start getting kicked out of places, they tell you you can't go back, <laughs> and you can't touch cards no more, you know? I, I fully empathize, yes. That, yeah, that clocks. <laughs> you got to think other ways, you know, that you might want to be close to it, you know what I mean? Uh, you get kicked out of every casino from here to Vegas. From here to Rio de Janeiro, you know, you got to think of other ways you get used to it. You know, they don't even let me have solitaire on my phone anymore. I just like to talk <laughs> people through it, you know? 
Wow. Wow. So you have it really inside out. What a skill. Holy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, what is your typical advice? Like, what is the advice you give the most on this uh, on this endeavor? Yeah. yeah, what are these people asking? I the one that I, I always comes up, maybe 90 times, anytime somebody calls me about a, a solitaire problem, I always tell them right off the bat. I say, yeah, draw another card. <laughs> I say that 10, 20 times, you know, draw another card. Draw another card. Sometimes, you know, you don't got the cards that you want. Maybe you're in kind of a pickle. You just got to call back up and you just say, yeah. Draw another card, you know? Maybe I, that card's going to be the one you need. Well, wait a sec. Wait a second, uh, Manfred. I got a question <laughs> for you about the uh, the uh, specifics of the game of Solitaire. Are you drawing three cards at a time or one card? Because uh, I play the three card. I'm a purist. You know, I like to say one card at a time. I've done the three. I've done the yes. three, but, I, you know, it's too unpredictable for me. Fast you know? and furious <laughs> style. I like it. Yes. Wham, bam, thank you. I guess drawing a card makes sense when you're playing that way. <laughs> Because you just you, you just open up a lot of options, you know, strategically. You know, that's just how I do things. You know, I'm a, I'm a one-man a family, a one-man business. You play cards, you play solitaire, you play Tetris, you do it all by yourself. You know, so you draw three cards, that's just contrary to what I believe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, one-man family, huh? One-man family, yeah. You're, like, like into the solitaire the thing to the hilt. What's that, then? Yeah, I said you're into the solitaire right, thing to the hilt, bad, aren't you? That's why I don't play crafts no more. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. Can you play solitaire in Vegas? Uh, you can play solitaire in Vegas. You got to play the right guys, though. You know? <laughs> it's not going to be out in the, in the open. It's not going to be out in the, in the casino proper. You know, you got to find the door. Usually the door's got a, a little draw uh, a little draw sign on it. You know, it looks like the back of a card. And you just hit that, and then you can go right on down in the, in the little basement room. Most casinos got them. Go down there and there's cards everywhere. There's people, nobody's playing by themselves. Everybody's playing by themselves. Nobody's playing with nobody else. I yeah. get confused by your things sometimes. <laughs> what what's the what's like the worst thing uh that could happen in that scenario though? That sounds almost uh scary. I mean, are you not like looking these other people in the eye at all when you it can be quite scary, yeah. Skip down to the scariest basement. thing that can happen probably is uh, you're sitting there, you're playing the South there by yourself, don't think anybody else is looking at you, and then you just get, you kind of, because there's nobody else playing, you know, you, you think, uh, you know, I'll just uh, move this card over here when, it, you know, it was underneath another card, and then somebody sees you, and then next thing you know, you get pushed in the fucking head, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, again, fully empathize. Is there a lot of violence in you. this? Yes, yeah, tough world out I, there. What's that then? I did not anticipate the violence. Oh, there's a lot of violence involved in solitaire, especially if you've got a very bad gambling addiction. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess I, that, I'm not that sure makes which sense. Came first. I think that might have been a side effect of the gambling addiction. It might be a side effect, though. That's why I don't get too close, you know? <laughs> That's... Holy shit. So what uh what else is, what's uh what's the best part of your sunny day, Manfred? Other than best part of my sunny day? Yeah. I like eating pears. I like eating pears. That's the only time that I'll double up on anything. Everything in my life is very single, very singular. But I like a nice pear. And I... you like two pears then? No, I don't like two pears. I that's, that's getting crazy talk you're talking about right now. Oh, I'm talking but one pear. A pair of pears. 
No, no, no. A pair of pairs, that's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> no, you just want one pair. That way you can say pair, but you still got one thing. It feels like it's two. You know what I mean? It feels like yeah. it's two. Two things can be true. Oh, that's fucking that's fucking genius, actually. I, I, I can't help but agree with you. Uh you can really you're basically fucking with the system there, aren't you? Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's what they uh, told me when they kicked me out of uh, the the flamingo in, in Vegas that one time. Oh, really? And why why was that? They said, uh, you're fucking with the system. I, I was definitely just uh, sticking my my hand inside of a gumball machine. Where it probably didn't belong. They said, "Stop fucking with this system. It's not working anymore." <laughs> Did you fuck up the gumball machine? That's... What do you want? I wanted some gum, and I was selling my last fucking nickel. They don't <laughs> take nickels to those machines no more. <laughs> yeah, but you got to go over to those penny slots, bro. Yeah, go for the penny. They don't got gumballs in the penny slots. Well, yeah, but you can multiply your pennies at least. Well, yeah, if you're a slot machine kind of a guy, but that's not me. You know, I'm a solitaire kind of a guy. I'm a current. Right. You know? How do you feel about coins, like single coins that that aren't pennies because they represent more than one thing, but they are themselves one thing? Uh, see, that's a complicated relationship right there. <laughs> you know, I like to bet that with the single dollars or pennies or, you know, like if, if ever I'm going to use a, a, a bigger coin, you know, it has a, a larger value. I just look away. I let my hand do it, but I don't want to <laughs> witness it. I don't want to. I don't want to be able to have plausible deniability if somebody asks. <laughs> I certainly don't want to wish that on you. I couldn't imagine anyone needing to ask that question. But I'm glad that there's a plan. It comes up more than you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that it comes up more than you might think. Oh shit, man, that's amazing. So, how much you make on a on a on a single solitary <laughs> job? Oh, I insist on one dollar per job. <laughs> You're a solitaire, true truest man. Yeah, that's true. One dollar per job. I will only take that, and then I go about my merry way, and then I, you know, I don't live in the Home Depot parking lot. Yeah, how many like how many jobs a day are you doing? Well, depends on how many people got out there problems. I got a 1-800 number. Where's the number? Could you, yeah, could you give one, it to us? Oh, I only rolled down one of these. There's <laughs> other ones scattered around the house here. I got to find them somewhere. But there's a 1-800 number. If I find the rest of the numbers, I'll let you know. But I get a lot of those calls throughout the day. And usually I, I deal with, uh, you know, one to uh, maybe more than that a day. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, well, that's a lot of pressure. It's hard to be a uh, uh, self-employed, isn't it? It is difficult. Yes, it is very difficult being uh, self-employed. Yeah, especially when you're, you know, uh, limiting yourself to a dollar a job. I don't know what the well, market you know, is going you say for. Limitation, you know, I say it's just the only way I know, you know? Only way I know how to live. Do you, like, what would, how, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Is there some sort of circumstance in your life, like something happens, everything changes, and you charge $2 a job. Is that a possibility? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're really uh, dropping a fucking bomb on here, man. Uh, 
o'clock. Two hours? Oh, man, I guess I could quit halfway through the day if I get two dollars. <laughs> morally, I don't know if I'm, I'm all right with that, you know? But, uh, you know, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'll definitely take that into consideration sometime. <laughs> well, anyway, you guys seem like you're having a pretty good time over there. Uh, appreciate it. I just want to tell you it's my favorite show. Are you into the comedy scene in Columbus? Have you heard Angie Healy out and about? Oh, yeah. No, I've heard Angie Healy out and about a whole bunch of different places. Yeah, you that, guys. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that, if I could be honest. <laughs> I'll keep one oh, eye yeah, on you. Fan, you, know? <laughs> you see it at the uh, oh, nothing but the truth. One time at that, uh, that place, yeah, two truths. I didn't go in though because I've won two too many. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. But we like... couldn't agree with you more, Manfred. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's fucking honest. awesome, man. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm kind of interested uh, to know who's listening to this show. You know, this is. Uh, this has been a curious opportunity for me. I don't know how you feel about it. I have been enlightened for sure. Oh, that's good to know. You know, I'm. I'm just very appreciative that you guys are uh, willing to listen to fans like me. You know, uh, we're I, I humble. love podcasts because you can listen to them by yourself and your earphones and all that. Oh heck yeah. No, actually, we've been holding the phone up next to each other's ear this whole time. Yeah, we've been uncomfortably close. Our ears are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortably hey, close. Hey, so we should zone, you know? That's the new name <laughs> of the podcast, Uncomfortably Close. <laughs> Presented by Rude Boobs. Is that, <laughs> is that your official suggestion? Yeah, okay. I'm sticking. That's my official suggestion. Oh, my god. Welcome gosh. to Uncomfortably Close. Presented by Rude Boobs. Wow. Manfred, how do you feel about that? I, mean, I think that sounds, uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> sounds a little claustrophobic to me, you know. I don't like being around other people too much. But, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm not going to stop listening now, you know. Sure. <laughs> You're in it to win it, huh? You know it. Every time. Hit Man. draw. Hit draw another car. You know, that's, that's my catchphrase. Well, dude, I hope I see you at the next uh, Lampshade Media Presents live show, man. You sound oh, pretty rad. Fantastic. Yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe in June you should come out. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll be there. All right, be man. Be sure not to bring anyone. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> it's not even room in my car for another person. There will be other people here, but we you can stand in an area by yourself if it makes you feel better, you know? Well, yeah, no, if I can only see one person, that's where I'm going to feel most comfortable. So <laughs> I don't right. like wearing my own blinders or me some blinders just for that type of a thing. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for calling in and telling me that. That has been a real blessing tonight. Yeah, it's really oh, been I'm happy, I'm happy to, to <laughs> get to talk to you. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Thank you. All right, man. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you around. Yeah. Enjoy your craft right, single good. snack. All right, I'm getting the call right now. Anyway, I got I gotta go. I got it. Oh shit! Right. Good good luck. Luck. One call at a time. <laughs> wow, that's well, amazing. Uh, hell yeah! There we go. Yay! A, a fan. A I, confirmed fan. Yeah, my first fan. Fan is, I think, short for fanatic, which yeah. sounds scarier than though when you say the whole words. So yeah, if he was, yeah, fanatic maybe seems fanatic a little. Even we're not sure. I. Uh, it's interesting. But we'll like, see him at the next Lampshade Media presents, standing in a corner with horse blinders on. 
he will kind of uh, basically be noticeable. So yeah. if you see that yeah, at the next Lampshade show, you definitely will know that that's Manfred Lempel. Yes, feel free to introduce yourself to How Manfred Lempel. How the fuck Lempel. did he spell that? L-Y-M-P-L-E. I thought there was two Ps. Oh, you know what? There may have been. It seemed extravagant. It, it's quite quite European. He's a very distinguished man. We got a we got a a, a a new fan that that not only is a new fan but also called in, and we got a brand new fucking name for the podcast. Hell yeah! Thank you, <laughs> and you're welcome. This has been a great time. Well, I am I am I am thrilled. Uncomfortably close. <laughs> Presented by Rude Boobs. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I think it's something it's I think it's more of a feeling than you know, like it's a it's a vibe, really. Yeah. I feel like you were like referencing my boobs though. <laughs> and I'm a little uncomfortable I'm sorry, with that. But I was staring at your tits all day. I can't help it, they, you know. They're out there. No. It's not hard to find my nipple, generally. Is it typically hard to find people's nipples? Well I feel like they're in I'm a larger about person. The same place. I'm a larger person, so mine, in the way my body's built, mine just kind of, like, present themselves. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm just, like, making uh-huh. my hand, like, the arch of my of my breast, and, like, mm-hmm. the nipple just kind of sits there, and it's just uh-huh. always, you know, kind of, like, tenting my shirt, basically. Uh, okay. Yeah, that is my nipple. Like a like an over-eager cat to be pet. Okay. I don't know. I've never thought of That's my nipple that way. Yeah. <laughs> Far more sexual than I intended. Yeah, I think you were going silly and you ended up sexual. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of an awkward I mean, place to you be, know, isn't like it? How, how many men can't say the same? <laughs> oh, my I God. Going no, I go. silly and I ended up lawsuit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You're like, yeah, because. Do you, are, are you into, uh, into Curb at all? Yeah, yeah. Are you, you watch the past seasons. Are you up to date? I'm not up to date. Okay. I'm, uh, but. No, no, Whatever. I didn't Share mean that. Anyway, at... I'm, I'm yeah. not a, I'm really bad at continuing things that if I don't have I'm everything really bad available about committing. to me, I, <laughs> if I don't have everything available to me, right, like right immediately, uh, I don't want to watch it. So I get lost. Yeah, because HBO was like so holding on to the past. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> Once a sexual week. edging. It's so fucking it is annoying. Really kinda, I really yeah, just want creepy. the whole fucking chunk. So I wait till like series are almost done, with with okay. the exception of Game of Thrones. And Veep. I watched those two shows like as they were going. So I'll tell you, I think I think that if there's a show that's really important mm-hmm. that is, you know, kind of making a statement or like is really like amazing or well done, I feel like dosing it out once a week. And I think HBO does enough of those shows to uh, kind of represent that model. Oh, sure. So that gives you time to digest it and to talk with it. Or I'm sorry to talk to your peers about the show, yeah, and, and that kind of thing, and then like fully digest the show by the next episode. Yeah. Whereas binging, I feel like you don't really. It's 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 like having the shits or something. You know what I mean? You just like <laughs> you don't really digest it. You know, it just kind of yeah, runs through yeah. you. You're like, yeah, the meal was the nice, highlights. but uh, yeah, it did nothing really for. Does me. that make sense? I can get what you're saying. Yeah, I can. Say, so this is gonna make me sound like. Uh, like such an asshole, but sometimes I just like don't care to talk about TV with pe- not in a don't talk about this where we're going because I love Curb and whatever. I kind of want to. Oh no, that's say. fair. But um, I get <laughs> I've had a lot of like friends who like will watch like 
like Game of Thrones together or something. And then they'll all sit around and they're like really chumming and like, yeah. talk, like you know, th- you know, hypothesizing and like really getting into oh, it. I totally am. And into I'm that. just like, yeah. does anyone I want me to just roll another joint? I can go do that. I'm into I'm gonna, both. You know, like I just, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely right. into both. Yeah. There's just, no reason uh, not to do both. I don't know. I've never, and it's not that I'm not imaginative. I just like, I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of want to think what I think about it and I don't know. I watch it later. The stories that they're telling these days are so fucking thick though. And there's so much yeah. context and nuance to them. Yeah. You know, and so much perspective. Like they're fucking with people's heads. They're like changing uh modern perspectives mm-hmm. and like trying to trying to do that in a way that's provocative. Uh, I feel like I guess that would be cool conversations. I like having a conversation of like how has this extended kind of beyond the show or like yeah. you know what I mean? Like Well, like Watchmen? That's I was just going to say, you know, Did you watch Ro- it? Rob and I my like other Yeah, people, like, I love talk Rob. About, uh, Shout Watchmen out Rob all the time. <laughs> Shout out Rob. Um would uh talk about the shows in a more kind of like a wow, let's, what is this influence? Like, how is this going to reflect to all the people watching it? Like, how many people are going to watch this and be like, fuck yeah, when they're looking at these, like, assholes, you know? We were like, because sometimes it became, it seemed so yeah. uh, almost leveled on who really was any good, you know? That, uh, well, yeah. But you know, I don't know, those complex characters like are interesting. and villain, you know? Well, they the, get kind of Did tough. you watch Breaking Bad? I didn't. Okay, fair enough. Um, I should have. In the same way, no, you don't. <laughs> should have. The there's a lot of content. Fuck it all. Like you don't need Fair. to watch fucking Breaking Bad. Uh, I think you'd enjoy it if you did, but you don't have time. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. In any case, uh, the whole the whole idea is like the protagonist of the show is an anti-hero. Right. You okay. know, he's not yeah. a good guy. Yeah. He's just the protagonist, but he's also a fucking meth dealer and a psychopath. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because he's put in the protagonist role. People were like, oh, yeah, Walter White, I love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm bad. Root, root, root. You know? And it's like, no, he's fucking horrible. You're, the right. point that the show is making is that we could all be horrible. Sure. That yeah. we can well, make decisions that are horrible. <laughs> and those decisions, so yeah, those decisions can slowly erode you and make you a monster. That is the fucking point of the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I thought that show was genius for that. But then at the end of the show, people were like, no, nah, I want Walter to live. And it's like, he's a monster. Yeah. He's, it, yeah. You know what I mean? His it, service has been met. Right, he doesn't right. Need to like- but that's where I feel like these shows like are, are, are important, I guess. I love, I love a good allegory. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A good story. It's like, you know, got all these uh, parables from the Bible I grew oh, yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been doing this as humans for fucking ever, and we've just got this kind of new technique of doing it. You yeah. know? Does yeah. That, does that clock? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But back to Curb, though, what I was going to say about Curb is, like, he's taking on he's taking on the fucking uh, Me Too thing. Oh. In, a, like, a... Well, I guess in any way. Why would you? Okay. He's, yeah. he's <laughs> I was a, trying to be like, in what no, way? And then it was just like, in any way is like, yeah. He's always like trying to be provocative, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. And I just like, I And know. also maybe desperately contemporary. I mean. Yeah. It's like kind of an old white dude. 
totally is. <laughs> totally is. I mean, I mean, I like him, but he's like, I love, I, I love, it. I love his comedy. Like, I love his writing and and all of that stuff. And I've loved Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know, through the whole series. Yeah. He had this one episode where like hit on this girl or whatever. They went out on a date, and she invited him back into her place. And then, like, before he, like, kissed her, he, like, made a bunch of contractual questions. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, oh, because of this day and age, do you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like. And she's like, oh. and she's actually into it, you know? She's like, yeah. And I was kind of, like, thinking they were going to go where consent is sexy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then they fucking didn't. And I was disappointed. Yeah. Because then he got a fucking video camera out before they made out. Consent is something I can like tongue in cheek make fun of. Yeah, this is he was saying that this is ridiculous. This is absurd. You know, this is like why would anyone do this? I don't know. I was really kind of sad. And also, like that's not necessarily what people are (laughs) like looking for. You know. Yeah. It's like I think there's just a general expression of like read the fucking room, and if the room, i.e., that person is like nah. Even if they were like, ha, 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 five fucking minutes ago, if they're like, nah, now, then like you need to fucking stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this has happened to so many people recently. Is there something you've been into where you've been a fan of something and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck. Nope. Uh, um, I don't know. I Some of the stuff I kind of just. How about bullet? Uh, like oh oh the the bourbon yeah I kind of uh, I noped out on bullet oh yeah that's fair yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah I'm like <laughs> drinking larceny tonight that's my uh, my favorite uh, cheap whiskey oh yeah that bottle looks familiar in your hand <laughs> <laughs> it's an ex- it's a part of you yeah I mean anything Which like makes that sense. it's also huge anytime you're like do you want some and I'm like meep and I just feel like you know well you you're being welcome handed to like. Some. Th- the hammer of Thor <laughs> like, as a mere mortal. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good right now, but thank you. No, no problem. There was, there's a part of me that like wanted to maybe like say uh, like Louis CK, but I was never really like that. I mean, I never hated him, but I was never that big of a fan of his. Okay. I, I was just always like, wow, this is really, he's a very angry person. And sometimes it's just weird to watch people who seem that mad yeah. all the time, you know? Yeah. I always feel like he had some really good points about uh, things, and I always felt like he was like a good influence on society in a lot of ways. And then that shit happened, and it was like, oh fuck, yeah, god damn it, you know? Yeah, I can give a reverse though. Um, when I was younger, I didn't really like Sarah Silverman. I thought she was just really crass and f- without substance, you know? Like okay, it's just yeah. like just fuck for fuck's and sake, queef and... jokes and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm and I'm not necessarily like above the content. I just I don't know. I like I didn't like the Sarah Silverman show all that much. And then um, I don't know. She got a little bit. I don't know, older or wiser, or just kind of changed her perspective in some place. And she's just she like, did. She's fucking dope. Like the that Hulu series that she had. I think that was on the Sarah Silverman show again, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> um was sweet or no i love you america that's what it's called Ah. i love you america it was fucking dope um i liked it a lot but it didn't have the viewership and then uh, like her most recent special i think maybe most recent i think it's called speck of dust was like fucking dope like she's a very like 
charming and still crass because she's always been really charming like but uh and still crass but like actually has like a fucking point now you know what i yeah. mean which i really like i love goofy comedy but i really really resonate with something that like i'm like oh that that's goofy and you're like getting fucking somewhere with this like, do you feel like you, you have a message in your comedy uh <laughs> i don't know i think I think I try to. I mean, do you have a, a main theme you want to present? Oh, oh, I don't know. I feel like um, Griffin Browning, for example, like when he is so funny. Uh-huh. But yeah. there's no question that he like wants to present like you know what I mean, an idea. Oh sure. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on the nose totally. a little bit, but like yeah. he's doing it in a way that's tactful as well. Yeah. It's like very funny and fucking on the nose and like yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you? But are you? We're on the spectrum, I guess, or between that and whatever. Um, I don't know. I think I try or to be as relatable. I don't know. I try to express even something that I'm uh, that I find absurd. I, th- I or like irritating about society. I just try to illustrate the absurdity of it for the most part. I think I'm a little less. Uh, Maybe direct to some of my other uh, queerbo babes, you know, like yeah. Griffin or like a, you know, like Pat Daring. He's great, but yeah. he, like he like is so passionate, and you can see that he has like clear direction and like this is what I'm like doing about this specific yeah. issue. He really cares about people in silos. Yeah, and I love <laughs> yeah, and I love it, but I feel like they're like making the assumption that people are on board with the issue at all. You know what I mean? Like, or even aware of the issue. So I think. Uh, sometimes I just kind of accidentally am like, hey, let me just paint this really absurd picture of this fucking thing I have to deal with every single fucking day in my life because I don't have a penis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or like whatever. There's something I was curious about. Like during your set, you uh, when you were here, I at- don't have a penis. Okay, that is that is definitely the question. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, no biggie. But oh, or what? Never mind. <laughs> Let's get to it. No, you have a bit about. Um, people asking you how do you how do girls have sex yeah and you like do this whole oreo demonstration which <laughs> yeah. is fucking amazing and I, i've never I, it's it's a demonstration <laughs> of the absurdity of a <laughs> thing that i go through every day in my the, life <laughs> the idea that you actually like connected these i i was like how's she gonna pull this off how know. is she gonna make this <laughs> How you get a girl out, and it was like, oh my god, that is like fucking genius. It gets the point but, across. It's like teaching science to elementary school kids. What's you know? interesting to me about fun. this joke is that you don't even address the ridiculousness <laughs> of the fact that this person is asking you how women have sex with each other. Right. Oh, that's you're seems, just like well, that's yeah. that's obvious. So I'm not even gonna right. Address my hope it. is that that seems redundant. Um, <laughs> At like or rhetorical or whichever. Um, it's like obviously we all know this is a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually used to when I first started uh, telling that joke have like a like a an aside of like why that was ridiculous or whatever. And then I found so many people were in obvious alignment with like m- my point that I didn't need to keep eating up the time to say yeah. the redundant, which is like hard. I am such a fucking you know, I, at points I just am such a like chatty Kathy that I I have to constantly be like, okay, you need to find a sure, you know. I, I have the more same concise problem. Way of saying that. 
I definitely have the same problem. Yeah, I'm like the but, Nathaniel Hawthorne of Columbus comedy. Like I just, <laughs> I feel like I will spend 48 pages on a rose on the door. You know, like it's fucking, <laughs> it's too much sometimes. Do you, uh, do you do open mics? Um, I pop around uh, as I can, uh, but not a not a bunch. I would love to. I've been actually making some commitments with friends to try to make more time to do it. Do you test material like, on paid audiences then? <laughs> no, I not. Uh, I don't know that I would say test material. Well, most of the time things just kind of come out of my mouth while I'm like at like the you know for example the variety show like I'm the show's like two hours long. So you're basically open micing during your variety show? Kind of, because I just get a list of people's names and bios and like things. And then I'll I'll do a set that's like a set. But in that interim, I have so much time to like kind of fuck around and bullshit with like, oh, this occurred to me or their name made me think of or this uh, goofy way of expressing what their performance just was. You know, like I really like words and uh, picking uh, the perfect one, you know, even yeah. if it's like the perfect 15, like I just like words a lot. Is so that it's a fun part challenge of your writing? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I, you write from the stage to... like Marin style? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I guess. I would say I do that more often than sitting down and writing. If I'm sitting down and writing, I'm trying to polish and chip away at something that I've really found has some like juice to it. Um, but otherwise, and I think that's why I don't do as well at open mics because I feel like I have to sit down and write and it's hard. And like, this is going to sound really disparaging for people to like not go to mics, but I am not often entertained enough, you know? <laughs> so I, Aww. so I like, but it's also because I haven't had time to go to like. I'm always entertained a at a lot of the mics I get to. Yeah. I mean, I there's obviously like your first timers and your people that are like, you know, that I've heard oh, the sure. bits, uh, you know, uh, too many times, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's a, you know, that's an open mic trope, I guess, in a way. And I think that's what known enough. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, the thing I love about mics is seeing, like, I immediately think of the last time I saw Dan Seabree at uh, Shrunken Head on Monday yeah. night. I got I mean, to hear something fresh as fuck. Basically, he had an yeah. idea. He presented it. And he came down, he's like, well, that fucking didn't work. And I'm like, but I saw where you were going, you know? Yeah. And it was, like, so much fun to see him, like, because he was truly working the material. And that's the fucking uh, beauty of an open mic for me. I think there's been, like, a dramatic shift in what has been happening in the Columbus Comedy open mic scene, if I can say. I think the people who are, like, really wanting to get time, because, so, you know, it's a lot of, it's in a big investment in time. That sometimes uh, you just simply don't have, you know. Sure. Well, and there's a great. mic every night of the week, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. You're right. <laughs> when right. you have the time, there is a fucking mic. But yeah, no. I mean, it definitely takes time to go out, and and then you also have the whole social aspect of all these people you know are there, and now I have to have drinks with them and like have a whole deal, or you know what I mean. I would and, say it's more a matter of like I want to get something out of them, and it is there is a social aspect to it, but I find, uh, I don't know. I would love if we were to have like a mic that gave feedback. You know what I mean? Like I've been interested. How the hell does that happen? Other than clapping by the audience. <laughs> 
Um, there are some in Dayton, and there's like one in Cincinnati. They you, have like. Uh, what is that deal like? Yeah, I'm curious. I I don't know. I haven't participated. It seems like oh, a fun so you've thing. You've heard of the thing. Yeah. You know that it exists, but yeah. you're not. Yeah. It okay. seems like you do your time and you either get written or I think you just get like immediate from a panel of like people around you and or maybe the audience feedback in a way. They're like I funny, verbal. not funny. Is this a thumbs up, thumbs down? Like I think it's Roman? more of like we're a group of people who are working on refining material. And so we are. So it's not a, a mic mic. Other... It's comedy. It's comedians. I mean, oh, so that are up, judging. So the mics are attended by other than comedians. Uh, I see your point. No, I get, I get your point. But yeah, yeah. To, they're definitely non-comedians. You, you, right, okay. by, I by would a say much more minuscule at the best, scale. At the best mics, it's 50-50. Uh, sure. Are you disagreeing? Y- yeah. Okay. You think it's it's mostly mostly comedians oh, anyway? Sure. So you're yeah, like, but that's not It a might bad as well thing. be a comedian thing. Yeah. I just think it would be... I don't know. I just think it would be a cool challenge like i think it'd be more fun to have something that's like a little commu- community based does that make sense and well, yeah in, that, in the nothing like, wrong with that at all yeah uh business of it if that sounds weird that sounds really uh ambitious but like i love hanging out and i love doing it but i don't i don't necessarily find that i do a lot of writing in that time or like developing because i just get like a little little buzzed <laughs> you know what i mean so I wonder if it's like this should be the social mic, this should be the work it mic, you know? So like a work it mic. If there was fun. a mic where the audience was was all just regular ass people and the uh, comedians were somewhere else in a green room or whatever. Oh, I mean they don't have to be like hidden or something. No, like, no, no. I want, but what like, if that was the chats? case? That'd be neat. Where the comedians could hang out with each other and there was an audience that was that would Oh, that would that be, would be, I heard that, that happens kind of, in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I'm sure it's, it hardly seems like a novel idea, but I also don't want to go to LA for it. Like Columbus is really fucking dope. You're never going to you know? move away. I, I don't necessarily know that I want to. Or yeah. Why? I don't I'm know. just, that's a, that was a question. Oh, you're, um, oh no, I for sure will move away. You I don't will. Wanna, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily stay in one you're spot. You're not Ohio till I die, but you nah, like, not necessarily, but at the same time you're saying I. I like Columbus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I yeah. think Columbus is really cool. The the community of people who really give a damn about each other around here is I tell you very what, strong. The fact that uh, that my weird ass can like talk to cool people in my basement mm-hmm. and uh, that it just keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> I have these weird ass co- or uh, house shows, you know, in my in my living room. Yeah. It's pretty fun. And the 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 funnest thing about this community is like when I came to different people in the scene and was like, "Hey, I have an idea." Uh, pretty much everybody was like, "Either I'm interested, I'm excited for you, or I want to help you." Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, for sure. People are always excited about new projects. You know, I feel like this is a fun project. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> oh my god, having so much fun. So yeah, we got a new name. <laughs> we got a, a fucking fan call and we got to talk yeah, about thank some you, really man, cool Fred shit. Limpel. Yeah, that was fucking beautiful. Um, I am now adequately drunk. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, what was that new name? It was, uh, it was uh, Lampshade Media Presents Uncomfortably Close. 
Uh, presented by Rude Boobs. Presented by Rude Boobs. All right. <laughs> I'm into this. Uh, what do you think? Uh, um, if I'm going to rebrand, I need to. I need new merchandise. Um, I don't want to get... I don't think I... I don't know. I'm not really like... I'm definitely not appealing to um, the uh, people that are afraid of boobs crowd. So, <laughs> but I don't know how cheesy I want to get with like having boobs in the merchandising. So... Oh sure, 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 sure. Yeah, what are what are we going with? And what, what are my even ideas would a root here? boob be? You know, I just like what like a boob shaped stress ball, but really it has little spikes in it or something. That seems like a rude boob, but we don't need to have rude boobs. That's like me when I'm angry. I'm still squishy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Maybe it's a squishy plush you. Is that it? Yeah, or like a Stretch Armstrong version you. That that toy was dope. Well, I yeah. had his dog, Fetch Armstrong. He was very cool. He was a was uh, that, wiener dog. Was that less expensive than the... Uh, he probably fucking... It was probably fucking stolen because I don't remember opening a lot of toys out of the boxes <laughs> that they're supposed to come in. So I feel like they were thrift store trash finds, <laughs> which is like, whatever, it's fine, but just yeah. saying. <laughs> better than nothing, right? Yeah, better than nothing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me. It's been Hell such yeah. a goddamn blast. I've had a great time. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, check this uh, check this one out at uh, Wonder Dog Variety Show every first Friday and mm-hmm. uh, at Nothing But The Truth at Two Truths. And what day is that? The third Wednesday of every month. Fuck yeah. Check it out over at Two Truths. Good place. And then, uh, yeah. Love you. Love you. That's all I got. Kisses. Bye. Shit's over. <laughs> This program is produced by Lampshade Media. Hosted by Mel Milliman. Music by Tyson Chipman. Graphic design by Griffin Browning. Social media by Sam Welch. Voiceover by Ryan Branch. And a special thank you to our sponsors, Paddy Wagon Food, Platform Brewing Company, and The Garden.